1: Welcome back into The Bruce Woolley Show. Jack Windsor, editor-in-chief of The Ohio Press Network, filling in for Bruce. You can read our stuff at theohiopressnetwork.com. And if you have not yet subscribed, what are you waiting for? I mean, The Ohio Press Network, that's where you're going to get a pulse on people, politics, policy that you're not going to get anywhere else. So uh, get over to theohiopressnetwork.com. So before we went to break, I read an opinion piece by Timothy Carney. Now, it's an opinion piece, so I want to acknowledge that. I agree with him that you cannot be a lover of democracy and then remove the political frontrunner from the ballot. Now, he closes by saying you can be a defender of democracy or a defender of the Colorado Supreme Court. Excuse me. You can't be both. No, you cannot. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take exception. I said I said before I was I was insulted. I'm not insulted. It's a wrong choice of words. Um, but I'm <laughs> gotta be careful with what words you say because you know those words can be clipped and replayed on loop for real. Uh Carney said that you know Trump is extraordinarily bad, even compared to other politicians, shockingly dishonest. He's a narcissist. Who instigated the January 6th riots. First of all, you don't pass go, you don't collect $200. Riots? Riots are what happened in 2020 when burn, loot and murder took to the streets all over America after George Floyd who overdosed on fentanyl died. Okay, those are riots. At least you didn't call it an insurrection. Thank you for not, for not doing that. There, there are people who have been arrested in connection with January 6th and detained who didn't do anything violent. So maybe you should use some space here, Mr. Carney, to write about the constitutional amendment that is being completely broken and ignored when folks are not given a speedy trial, when they're not allowed to have a trial in front of their peers that are not unbiased. When you try somebody in Washington, D.C., when 97 – was it 93 or 97 percent of them voted for the guy who really wants all of these charges brought, Joe Biden, that's not fair. That's not impartial. That's not equal justice under the law. But giving you a pass on all of that, and I really shouldn't, um, <clears throat> let's talk about. The fact that Donald Trump said peacefully and patriotically, go to the Capitol and protest. Now, you're saying that he knew that he was egging on his supporters who were armed and coming for Mike Pence. Um, were they coming for Mike Pence? Did they fire shots? No. Ashley Babbitt was killed by a Capitol police officer and the other injuries sustained were either crowd-induced injuries or strokes or heart attacks because of the, I don't know, maybe pre-existing conditions. Nobody wants to write about that. Nobody wants to talk about that. I'll take your cause on it. We can, Hey, we can go toe-to-toe on this. I'm not going to stand down on it. Was it a riot? Mm, maybe. But did you look at the tapes, Timothy Carney? Because when you look at the tapes, it, it appears to me that there were some Capitol Police officers giving tours. If, if somebody was coming for Mike Pence and armed why, why why would they be opening doors why would they be moving barriers give me a break have some integrity and also let's let's have some context here here let me play this for you let me let me just let me play this for you let me let me let me know if this rings a bell Okay, so I'm understanding that you cannot hear that. Well, that is Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer telling Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh that he would, quote, pay the price for rolling back abortion rights back in March of 2020. And judge neil gorsuch you're not going to know what hits you kavanaugh gorsuch you won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions regarding the supreme court's position on abortion Uh, they were looking at uh louisiana abortion law back then well interestingly enough um It was reported that an armed man was detained near Kavanaugh's home. Anybody call for Chuck Schumer to be investigated for inciting a riot or inciting violence against a Supreme Court justice? Or I believe it was also then recommended by Democrats that you absolutely protest outside of Kavanaugh's home. Mm -hmm. You're promoting a federal offense. Um. It goes it goes further. When our ideals and fundamental values are being attacked, do we retreat or do we fight? I say we fight. I intend to fight to fight for ideals. I intend to fight. Come all the way to D.C. to cackle. Harris said that in 2020 in the midst of the summer of love riots. I say that tongue in cheek. Senator Bernie Sanders Are you willing to stand together and fight for those people who are struggling? Are you willing to fight? Also said in 2020. Senator Elizabeth Warren, because you don't get what you don't fight for. I am in this fight. Finally, then Speaker Nancy Pelosi was heard saying, this is a fight for our country. For the oath we take to protect and defend our Constitution. Were any of them... Investigated? Are any of them, well, Pelosi's not running again, uh, being barred from ballots across the country? Are they? If you need a reminder, Black Lives Matter, burn, loot, murder, they created the most significant amount of damage across the country uh, ever, that's ever been created by, by riots in, in 2020. And you had elected officials who are Democrats egging them on. You had staff members of Biden's team bailing them out of jail. The 14th Amendment calls for equal protection and equal justice under the law. Well, where is that? And why is it that if you're considered an oppressed class, which, by the way, is bogus. You know the, the entire BLM movement is based on false statistics regarding police violence against blacks. Why aren't we concerned about violence black on black in black communities? I'll, I'll tell you why. Because the people who pretend that they are interested in, in protecting blacks aren't interested in protecting blacks. They're interested in using them as a cover for their Marxist movement to take over. But when BLM did what they did, caused all the damage, murdered, burned, looted, they're, they're oppressed. Those who are not able to speak are speaking through their violence. Um, I would submit that January 6th, if you want to call it a riot. um, I don't know if you're, a MAGA Republican, if you're a conservative, I'd say you're pretty oppressed. The 2020 election, if you posted anything against COVID, anything against Joe Biden, it was you were censored, you were canceled. Now you're called an existential threat to the country. But you're not. You're not excused. Your actions are not excused because you're not the oppressed, you're the oppressor. Hey, Timothy Carney, the next time that you want to write an opinion piece, at least include in your opinion a full perspective it's embarrassing it was wrong for the democrats to do in colorado what they did it's wrong for you to give them a free pass more stay tuned All right, we are rounding third and heading home on this Wednesday edition of the show. Have about eight minutes here, so if you have any thoughts, lines are still open. 844-TALK-989. Thank you uh, to Mike in Cleveland for asking about Bernie Marino and whether he would be aligned with the MAGA movement. Um, Bob, it looks like Dobelina is how I would pronounce his last name. Hey, Jack Windsor, can you tell me exactly what it accomplishes to keep anyone's name off the ballot? Seems like a lot of grandstanding to me. Yeah, I don't think it accomplishes anything. And in fact, I think uh, if the press did its job, they would articulately convey to you that there are uh, very limited number of reasons why you would keep anybody, even a presidential candidate, off the ballot. The Constitution is pretty clear on that. And maybe we'll talk tomorrow – to Mark R. Weaver, former Ohio deputy attorney general, about that. Uh, What does the constitution say about Trump and keeping him off the ballot? Or what did Colorado do? And are they justified? I agree. I think it's a lot of grandstanding. I think it will be overturned. If it isn't, there is a lot there that we'll have to unpack because I think we're going to live in a, a crazy new world. And believe me, it's already crazy. It has been. But I do believe that it's grandstanding. I believe that it is the Democrats really trying to just get, you know, a little bit, a little bit. It's, it's like death by a thousand paper cuts, right? Um, they have two things that they're going to run on Orange Man bad and women's reproductive health, is what they'll call it. Uh, but what they're really going to try to push is limitless abortion and ripping down parental rights. And they're going to do it, I think in about nine other States. So even though in the presidential election, abortion isn't on the ballot because the Supreme court did what they should have done, which has made it a state's right issue in certain States, voter turnout will likely go up because the left will tub thump and say, Hey, this is about protect- protecting reproductive health. Um, I would guess in almost every one of those instances, that the right is going to have to come out and do what they didn't do in Ohio, which is stand up early, stand up loudly and call it what it is. Everyone says, well, you know, Mike DeWine was the Trump card. I thought that too. I have my hands on some uh, post election data regarding issue one in November that says most people made up their minds by September. So it was way too little, way too late um, because early votes had already been cast. And by the time, DeWine took the stage and said, no, you can't do this. It just goes too far. The die had already been cast. So um, they're going to have to get out in front of it in those areas. But I think this goes to Orange Man Bad. Joe Biden is incompetent. Joe Biden is suffering from dementia. Joe Biden's economy sucks. Uh, Joe Biden is a disaster, unmitigated disaster globally. America looks weaker to People than it has in decades. That's why we have what's going on with Hamas and Israel. That's why uh, Putin has tried to take Ukraine. That's why China is ramping up, preparing to go to war, because we are at our weakest point ever. None of this would have happened if Trump were in office. I don't care if you think he's a narcissist or not. He knows how to get a deal done and he knows how to posture. And that presents strength on the international stage. Um, so I look forward to Mark R. Weaver tomorrow. We're going to talk about what all of this means and how this will all shake out. But uh, Bob uh, Dobelina, I don't know. Yes, I think it's posturing. Yes, I think it'll get overturned. But it might have the desired effect for Democrats, which is, look, there is a Supreme Court in a state in our union that said that this guy's bad. And if it helps Joe Biden, then I think that is really what it's all about. I want to bird dog for you uh, Friday, 1122 to noon. Patrick Byrne will be here. You're not going to want to miss this interview. Um, I can't wait to unpack some of what he's written. And I believe that he wrote it at, uh, I think it's Deep Capture, is what the name of the digital publication is called. And, uh, you know, he goes into... Uh, the gruesome details of Jack Smith, who is the guy prosecuting Trump. And he calls him an extortionist who's being extorted to pursue Trump. Basically, Jack Smith got caught red-handed in his role as a federal policing agent internationally. And his... Punishment was to come back to the United States and do the dirty work of the deep state. You're not going to want to miss that interview with Patrick Byrne on Friday, 1122 to noon. So we'll have two segments with him. Uh, listen, House Bill 68 is important. We spent two segments on it today with Jamie Reed, who is an incredibly brave person who saw firsthand in a clinic in St. Louis, what's going on and she described to us what we thought was going on which is this movement really came out of nowhere well it didn't come out of nowhere it's being funded by drug companies and the medical industrial complex because when minors transition they have clients for life that's one of the things we didn't get into in the article is that they have to take not only puberty blockers and you know Cross sex hormones, but then all of a sudden they have all these other comorbidities um, after transition. By the way, they, they have comorbidities before transition too, which often aren't looked at. They're just shoved under the umbrella of we're going to give them gender affirming care. It is neither gender care nor is it affirming nor is it care. <laughs> um, but, you know, she's blowing the whistle on what's going on. And what's going on is the science is not settled. And, in fact, it's probably settled the other way when you have uh, countries like Switzerland saying, no, we're not going to allow minors to do this anymore or we're going to heavily pump the brakes on it. There's a reason because there are negative outcomes. But those negative outcomes are being ignored and kids are being allowed to change and alter their bodies forever. And she even blew the whistle on allowing it to happen against parental wishes, which is abuse and it's gross. And so House Bill 68 is designed to protect minors from this trans movement and preserve parental rights in the process. It's on Governor Mike DeWine's desk. Call him. Area code 614-644-4357. That's 614-644-4357. You can tweet at him, at that ampersand, G-O-V-M-I-K-E-D-E-W-I-N-E. That's at Gov Mike DeWine. And let him know. Sign 68. Sign House Bill sixty eight. I don't care what party you're in, I don't care how you're affiliated, I think that we can both come to the bargaining table here agreeing on one thing. We care about our kids. And we want what's best for them. And when a whistleblower like Jamie Reed comes forward, when detransitioners uh come forward and testify in on behalf of the bill and say, Hey, this is medical scandal. We were sold a bill of goods that is not true. We owe it to our kids. We owe it to our communities. We owe it to our state to pump the brakes and say, we love kids and we want to care for them, all kids. But this is not the right path forward. So reach out to Governor Mike DeWine. Tell him to sign House Bill 68. And then get back here tomorrow. We'll talk to Mark Weaver. And then on Friday, Patrick Byrne. Hey, thanks for tuning in today and uh, allowing me to spend the afternoon with you, morning and afternoon. Uh, And I'll talk to you tomorrow.